And what's up, man? We're back. Episode 43. Coming up on the on the year, man. I think um was it March 30th? We'd be doing this a year. And uh it's cool. I mean, <laughs> I didn't even really think about time as as I was doing the pot. I just my goal was to release a pot every week and now I like I think it was in January I was like I think the pot is gonna turn a year in March I was like I had to double check because I forgot and I was like yeah dude I've been doing this uh, a whole year and um dude so much has changed like in the world like I I I recently checked out like one of the uh, first obviously the first and second episode I did and I remember where the world was at that point and it's crazy I mean nowadays in a month fuck that in a week shit changes you know somebody dies they get a week worth of coverage and then it's like okay move on moving on or like anything happens it gets a week's worth of coverage and it's like next thing and at that time i mean we were still living in the pandemic pretty heavily i guess and it it's just weird to see now like kind of on the other side listening to like that and just other podcasts because man for a while a lot of i had to like i was subscribed to some podcasts because all they wanted to talk about was a pandemic and it's like i understand that's what's going on in everyone's lives but it's also like i appreciate it like podcasts like your mom's house dude who like they just kept up with the silly they didn't they didn't talk about no pandemic really like they it got sprinkled in every now and again but it was always about the jokes and that's what i appreciate about about you know, podcasts like that, where they're just always 24-7 silly, and like, dude, it just helps when, you know, they, they just make you laugh so hard, like, dude, I love laughing at work when all, everybody around me is like, hating their jobs, like, not wanting to be there, rather be doing something else, and like, I'm just gut-busting laughing, trying to hold back, because, I don't know, I'm listening to like a funny podcast, but, yeah, I mean, um, almost a whole year it's insane and you know I and I was thinking too I was like man everybody was kind of productive during the the quarantine I was like I didn't do shit I just stayed the same but then I thought like no you started the pod and that was you know I don't know had the pandemic not happened if I would have done it because you know life for me not just for me but for a lot of people I say for me, because I am me, you know, I only know my life, so, uh, I just, you know, I'm, I'm not much to deviate so much from the routine or from the, from what's normal, and I, I knew a lot, before the pandemic, I knew I wanted to start a podcast, but I was like, ah, but I'm, I'm just me, and I don't know what the fuck I would do, would it be what I talk about, you know, those, those things that you go through in your head to, like, deny yourself of something you want to do. The pandemic happens, and I'm like, okay, uh, w- this is the time. This is like everybody's, I don't know, home or what, whatever the case is. I don't even know the reasons I had. I just said, fuck, I'm going to pull the trigger on this. And I mean, mainly my issue was uh, what others thought about like me starting a podcast. Like, because you get in your head, like, oh, you know, you're going to hear, you, you won't hear it, but you feel like people are talking shit about you, which it's fine. I'm 32 now. And I realized a long time ago, people will be talking shit, even if you're just chilling. And I have proof of that. Because dude, my, uh, (laughs) my wife will go hang out with a a friend of hers. And this friend is connected to like old friends we had. And we kind of like stopped talking to some of these people just because like, I don't know, like they wanted to keep the party going and we were kind of like all right well we need to focus kind of sort of on building a life and of course you know i like to party you know i like to party sometimes <laughs> uh but i also know that i gotta get you know s- stuff situated with my family and and just building a life right so we don't hang out with a lot of those people anymore just because uh they they their priorities are different than ours they want to get wasted on a tuesday and i'm like no nah, man i got work and I know you're jumping from job to job, so that's okay for you because nothing's really set in stone and you can call out because whether you were there or not, they wouldn't fucking know because you're just a person with a pulse, right? So, 
anyways, uh, this friend of hers will always fill her in on like, oh, you know, this person said this about y'all or this person thinks this about y'all. And it's like, well, first off, fucking shouldn't be doing that if you're a friend, shouldn't be giving you toxic, uh, uh, toxic, uh, news about what people think of you. And it's like, cool. I was like, dude, we don't talk to these people. I don't see these people ever. I've deleted most of them off Instagram. And still, uh, we're in the conversation. I don't know fucking how. I was like, dude, how, how, how do we, we don't even <laughs> know some of these people like really well. And like still, so a lot of that realization of, of like, fuck it, they're going to talk anyways. Even if you're just chilling at home playing Red Dead Redemption 2, they're going to be like, I don't know if he's playing Red Dead Redemption 2, but if this guy JR ever bought the game, I think he would fucking suck at it. And you might be right, but also I beat the game. So jokes on you, guy. <laughs> like I beat that shit, dude. And yeah, was that storyline fucking incredible? Yes. Did I feel a little sad when a character I got used to passed away? Yes. You know, like dude, that that uh <laughs> that game was so fucking good, man. Like and I don't say that about about video games. Uh but, dude, I don't care how long the next one takes to come out. Take your time, dude, because there's only so many games that I feel really make a mark. And this Red Dead is the shit. So, anyways, I'm sorry. I got off the deviation from that. But, sorry the pod, I just was, you know, scared that people would talk shit. But, they're like, dude, fuck it. They're... I think people sometimes just talk shit just to talk shit about people. You know what I mean? They don't really care. They're just... They don't have an interesting life, so they're like, "Oh, hey, did you hear what's going on in selling to life?" Like, I'm assuming, right? This, this, this is my, I guess, one of my fears would be if somebody that I sort of knew listened to the pod and was like, "Oh, this is fucking stupid." He's just talking on the pod. I, I before I would feel hurt by that. I'd be like, "Oh, fuck!" Like just thinking that would make me feel like hurt about it, right? But I'm like. Okay, I don't hang out with this person. I have no affiliation, no connection. Why would I care what they thought? And if they listen to the pod, at least I got a listen out of it. I appreciate the listen. Even if it was just for, you know, uh, you clicked on it and you listened for 30 seconds. You're like, I'm out. I can't, I can't do this. Perfect. That's totally fine. More secure with myself now doing the pod for a year than I was when I started is what I'm saying. And if people, you know, hate it, that's fine too. I mean, not everybody is going to love everything out there or even anything you're a part of. And it's all good, man. And when you accept that, <laughs> you, I feel personally, you, you live a way better life because you know that like what they think of you can't hurt you or doesn't affect you in any way. It's kind of just like, man, like, and I... I hate this whole thing of like, I love haters. If I don't have haters, I'm not doing something. I hate all that shit. Trust me. Like, put that shit to bed. We get it. You're a hustler. You love haters. Hate it all, though. I hate that. Like, I can hate on... I'll hate on the loving the haters, okay? Because fuck that shit. Just go about your life. Don't address that people hate you. Just be like... All right, like they hate me, but what what can I do about it? You know, kind of Woody Allen that should just you know just kind of be neurotic about it and just what, what, what can I do? You know, that's not my Woody Allen impression, but that's just I'm saying be Woody Allen esque, but just don't marry your 13 year old stepdaughter. So, um, yeah, man. Uh, real quick, back on those games though, dude. Like <laughs> now that I got my point across about the pod, dude, Red Dead like i hate when people like i can't recommend it enough it's like yeah dude it sold a hundred million copies i think it's been recommended enough but that storyline was fucking sick i was talking to my brother-in-law and i was like i think and personally i don't play a lot of games but when a game like really gets a hold of me i'm like this is all i want to do is play this game but man it's like i love that open world style where you can kind of do anything you want nothing's yeah, I mean, there's a few things that are off limits, but almost, almost not. And there's a compilation of, uh, of things that people do in Red Dead that are like really fucked up, you know, because essentially you can kill anybody in the game, whether it's a blind homeless person, 
or a church going lady. Like it doesn't matter. You can <laughs> kill anybody in the game. Yeah, it's but come on, it's also a game, right? It's like when people got mad at Quentin Tarantino for all the violence in his movies, and he he yelled at one reporter. He's like, "Oh, in my movies, the fictional movies that I make." I was like, "Oh, I love," and then saying that shit is perfect because it's like it's all fictional. Like, sure, what you can do and what's happening is super violent and graphic, but it's it's pretend time. Get with it. It's on pretend time. Like, so. There's all these compilations, and uh, I think they were trying to, like, from what I hear, like, not cancel the game. That's that, that's too strong, but, like, they wanted, I don't know, man. I, I misunderstood the story, possibly. Like, I didn't even think they were trying to do anything like that. Maybe they were just trying to bring awareness to the fact that you can, like, hogtie somebody and drag them on your horse till they die which is super fucked up but it's honestly a detail i appreciate thank you it's like i didn't know i didn't need to do that but then i'm gonna try it i mean but the cool thing about the game is that like it's a if you do something fucked up it's moral based in a way like if you do a lot of bad things you'll become a bad person in the game you do a lot of good things your your good meter goes up and uh, apparently, I don't know, you look better, uh, maybe shit goes your way more, I don't know, like, what the actual meter's for, but, uh, I'm assuming that that's why it's there, kind of like in Fallout, uh, for another great game, probably my number one favorite game, like, you, you attach, like, certain, um, experience points to, like, certain traits that you can accumulate throughout the game, so your gaming experience is completely randomized and different from everybody else's. So each like each character anybody plays is going to be unique to them. Where it has like strength, charm, luck. Uh, I don't know what the other ones are. But like you add experience points to that. And sometimes, you know, charm would be like you, you uh, if you have enough charm in the game, you can actually like convince people to give you things or if you have enough luck in the game you'll miss bullets being shot at you and you can shoot people off of like a off a ricochet or something like it's very like the people who think of this stuff i appreciate them so much because it's not only just you're playing this game to beat people up on the way for the main goal it's like no you can do that sure but like go left in this town and just find random treasure and defeat a nuclear demonic dog i don't know why not you know find pieces of weapons make one big crazy weapon all that stuff is super interesting to me along with you know the storyline it's really good i don't know i just appreciate that like video games went from pong to red dead redemption 2 is all i'm saying and again not a big i can't speak on like being a gamer but definitely to cure the boredom those games did it um for me personally and um yeah man dude me and my wife were uh we were watching the pam and tommy i guess docu-series well because it's not a it's not a documentary per se but it's like it's documentation of their life so just roll with me on this right so it's on hulu and i kind of knew the pam and tommy story obviously just growing up but this happened in 1993 and four your boy was three and four right it was easy for me to keep track of my birthday i'm like what year is it oh i'm that the ending number of it all so but now you add 10 to the 20s and that's whatever the year is now that's what i am so this all happened when i was a baby so i I really heard about all this later when i saw the tape as a teenager (laughs) I was like, uh, I, well, the news about hearing it got leaked led me to the video <laughs> to watch it. Cause I'm like, wait, what? Who? Her? Okay. And gonna go watch this. And it, I mean, I couldn't imagine. I mean, I was what in 2004 or five watching that. And 10 years earlier, people were getting, uh, you know, to see it for the first, and they couldn't believe what they were seeing, you know, to them, it was like porno gold, they were like, these famous people, I'm watching them have sex, this is the best thing ever, like, 
and in the in the in the uh, series it, it it shows you that it shows you that like <laughs> like it shows you the guys who were so excited to watch and like jerking off to it like you couldn't see anything but you could tell they were basically jerking off to it with a box of tissues and uh maybe not lotion but that's it's always corny when they do that in movies and shows they put the box of, do do guys i mean <laughs> i'm a guy right but like i don't think of grabbing lotion to do that like the tissue sure i get but like a bottle of lo- i don't know i mean <laughs> uh i tried <laughs> one time when i was like a younger kid and i was like oh this doesn't i mean sure i guess but doesn't make a difference i mean <laughs> the same result happens either way i just maybe get there in a smoother fashion whatever <laughs> so so yeah i'm watching this series and i'm kind of like oh okay so this is how it happened like he it was i i thought from what i remember hearing the story initially like yeah they somebody broke into their house and took it but just because i thought it was their house and they're like, well, let me take whatever I can from the safe. I didn't know that the guy was working on their house and Tommy was being like difficult about moving stuff around. And I wouldn't have given a shit had I not been in the same construction industry. Because in the show, like these guys are taking out money to buy the wood, buy the material to build him his like sex dungeon that he wanted. And he's he's switching stuff on them during while these things are almost being built like outlets are being placed uh, electrical boxes are being placed in the room on studs and stuff and he's like oh i want this over here oh i want the bed that the bed that uh, this guy made from scratch he wanted it moved to the other side of the room which is impossible because you'd have to buy more material redo all that again it's just like he was so naive about how construction works and how what I just did can't really, it can be done again, but it's going to cost more money. It's going to, but then he wasn't really paying them like up front. He was just like, yeah, I'll pay him good for it. Which of course he was, he was a total rock star, but they were like, no, you don't understand. I finished this job. You need to pay me for this. And then I can start moving again. And he was like, oh, don't worry. We're, I'm good about it. I'm, 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 I'm good for it. Whatever. He's like, you'll get paid. You'll get paid. And then these dudes just kept getting like the the runaround about getting money, and so and Tommy for some reason wouldn't pay them, like kind of I mean super dick move, real dick move. Like it doesn't matter. I don't care how many fucking venues you sold out. Like everybody's still got to do their job. And if you knew anything about anything, you'd know that like these guys need to get paid. So, anyways, this chronal worker sees that he has a safe, ends up taking the safe, uh, finds money, finds guns jewelry pawns it all sells it all just to you know uh get his money back for the construction ends up finding the tape and it's so crazy dude like i i've I've been thinking about coincidences coincidences so much lately where does something ever happen to you to where it is it's almost too good that like you knew somebody or you yourself were in a position that when a random thing happened to you, it just ended up working out, right? I mean, that's just a definition of a coincidence. But in this case, this guy finds a porn tape of Pam and Tommy, and he also knows a porn producer. Like, what are the odds that just the person who steals and finds their sex tape also knows a porn distributor? Like, that has to be one of the the biggest coincidences of that time so it it almost makes you think it was supposed to happen because look if anybody found anybody else found that tape right a normal joe they would have been like oh shit i'm gonna copy this you know and then try to you know sell it or pass it not even sell it just pass it around and then maybe have the idea to sell it but then the way i mean this is 1993 and it even shows you in the show that these guys had to have uh, this huge equipment setup of you put in the master tape and then all these like it looked like I don't know 50 VCRs recording off of this one master so it was a huge elaborate plan and it could only have happened if the guy that sold the tape knew a porn producer and knew how to get it out like that 
But anybody else, I mean, I don't think it would have been out there, but it would have taken a lot longer to be uh, to be distributed. But in this case, it, it got around so fast. And, dude, it's so crazy, too, because you see they talk about the Internet in this show and you forget that in the 90s, a computer wasn't easy to come around. Like, not everybody had a computer in the house like they have now. I mean, shit, everybody has a computer in their pocket. It's, you look up anything at any time at any moment. But in the show, the internet, it's still like, like, what is that? Like, what, you want me to put this on a computer? Like, on the internet? Like, it was still kind of, you know, people were still trying to understand it. But the few who did, I mean, advanced quickly on this thing they were obsessed with it so if you i guess if you understood like the internet and how you could you know uh do business on the internet i mean you could make a fortune because there were people on there trying to figure out how to start other businesses and customers on there too looking to buy stuff so i mean they they put it on the internet and i mean the first you know viral video if you will like goes on the internet they were probably the first viral has to be and i'm sitting there with my wife and i'm like dude this is crazy because in the 90s like this doesn't seem crazy to us now right if somebody's like there was that huge uh what was called the fappening where like all these celebrities nudes got leaked and then now they had them they had them court uh alphabetically like you can look up any movie stars nudes at any time it doesn't matter because somebody hacked like a bunch of celebrities' phones, got all their photos, and now celebrities are a lot better. They don't take photos of themselves and nudes on their phone because they realize, oh shit, my iCloud got ha- uh, hacked like a hundred other celebrities, and and now they're just out there. So, but we're watching this. I'm like, this is insane. That like, at the time, this is, it's the worst, right? Because the privacy, you know, it's it's. We, we had a lot more privacy back then, like, way more. I mean, shit, you had to be home if a phone call came in for you to get an answer from somebody, you know? Or, you know, you somebody left a message, you had to call them back, and then you had to hope they were there to pick up the phone. If not, they took a message. You could be playing phone tag all fucking day in the 90s, dude, and that's just what it was. But now I get it that, you know, Pam and Tommy at the time were like, they were pissed. They were like, it's invasion of privacy. I mean, Tommy, not so much. Like, let's, come on. Let's admit that, like, I feel like in this show, he was playing like, oh, I'm pissed off too. But really, he was like, oh, man, I don't, I don't really care. Like, and, but obviously, Pam's pissed because this is like, her career was, she was hoping her career would go in one way. And this tape, I wouldn't say it stopped it, but it, it didn't help, right? So Tommy's just like, oh, man, like, this sucks. Like, he doesn't really give a shit. But Pam, this is Pam's whole world, and it's crumbling right in front of her due to this video. And I and and I don't know. That's the that's the vibe I got off the series was, like, Tommy didn't really seem too bummed about it because he's like, yeah, it's my dick. And, like, he's if, – if it's not a micro penis, I think anybody would be fine having their dick out there, like, having sex with, like, Pamela Anderson, right? So, so I'm just saying, like, dude, it's insane – how nowadays, dude, you can look up anybody's asshole right now. <laughs> like, your doctor probably has an OnlyFans, and he's like, well, you need, you need money to make on the side, so you're like, yeah, but you're like 75, you've been my doctor for 20 years, it's like, I know, but the pandemic made it super hard, and now I'm just trying to add a couple bucks on the, <laughs> to pay the bills, I'm like, Jesus, okay, well, fuck, what's your URL, you know, Dr. <laughs> Dr. Hernandez? Uh, no, but, like, back then it was just such a huge invasion of privacy. And it was this big scandal. And just to think about it now, it's like, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, that person has an only They're naked on camera. It's just a thing. Like, we don't have that hang-up about it anymore. I mean... When people and sex tapes started slowly coming out, obviously, um, it became more the norm. And now it's just like, yeah, whatever, dude. Like my the the guy who the the guy who owns the bakery, you know, has an OnlyFans. Like, whatever the the uh, 
the uh, the crosswalk lady's got an OnlyFans, like, and then you want to talk shit, but then it's kind of like, well, I mean, if it's extra money, like, I know guys, see, this is, this is why, like, shit with guys, it doesn't affect guys, right, guys can be naked, and they're like, uh, if it got out that they were on OnlyFans, like, just jerking off, it'd be like, oh, yeah, so what, dude, I just need, need some extra money, and we're like, oh, okay, man, can't fucking, you know, can't knock it, but, like, if somebody you went to high school with, you know, you had a crush on, and then you're like, has another fan, she's like, dude, she's a slut, she's a slut, dude, or like, uh, it's like, well, why can't they get their money, if you can get your, like, and for, for the record, nobody wants to see a dude jerking off on camera, on, like, nobody, because that's just, it's just weird, dude, it's like, it's weird, like, uh, it's for the same reason, like, guy sex toys, it's just super weird, but girls' sex toys are like, all right, you know, it's like, cool. But, yeah, nobody wants to see it. And if they, I mean, I'm pretty sure there are, but those people are weird, you know. Like, why, I can't imagine a girl goes to OnlyFans, like, yeah, I can't wait to see a guy jerk his dick. Like, I can't see that, dude. It's not a thing, man. Like, it's just not. I'm sorry. There's there's no way. And, of course, there's going to be somebody that's like, oh, <laughs> this is the girl. Like, oh, I like it. <laughs> It's like, yeah, but you're weird. You're weird, man. But now it's just crazy to see, man, how how much time like makes something normal. And I, I guess we're just gonna kind of keep seeing that as we go. Like things that we think now are just so blasphemous, right? Um, just kind of will be the norm as we, you know, as we go on further. And I guess that's good. I mean. Cause then that's for some real change, but, um, I don't think I spoiled anything about this Pam and Tommy thing. You can go, it's a real, I don't think spoiling can pertain to, uh, actual events that happened that they're just remaking with like different actors. And by the way, you know, dude, for sure, the girl who played Pamela killed it. Absolutely killed it. You literally think it is Pamela. I thought I was like, dude, when I saw the thing uh the like trailer promo for it i was like this is insane like is is that her or how did they is there a girl that looks like her and my my wife was telling me that the girl who played her had to put like on some prosthetic just to kind of give like because she had i guess pamela had like a wider brow and this girl's a smaller one so they had to you know be in a chair for like five hours just to do this one thing right but then like sebastian stan can just be tommy lee <laughs> you know even though tommy lee i think body shape was more like mgk when he when mgk played him in the dirt and uh and sebastian stan kind of doesn't really have that that body shape that tommy had but you know it's like fuck it it's a guy like just put him on just put him out there and like his wardrobe for most of the movie was like no shirt or a tank top you know it's like uh like he had basketball shorts on the whole time or some sort of like dickies shorts with high so- i mean it was the 90s what are you what are you gonna do but uh no dude it's a definite checkout if you're bored as shit it's a good watch for sure Man, I forgot to mention, okay, so last week on the pod, um, you know, I'm doing my usual bitching about stuff I don't like, <laughs> and I'm talking about Daylight Savings, how I wish they'd do away with it, how I wish it was just one time, all the time, that's it, no going back, no jumping ahead, stop all that shit, like, it, you know, it's it's an obvious thing, all right, dude, days later, literally see on instagram that uh they're trying to pass the sunshine the sunshine protection act to where it would stop daylight savings it would just revert to what we are currently in right now which is uh, spring forward which gets darker later which is appreciated and i saw some comments where people were like i hope it's not the i hope they don't keep it the one where it gets darker earlier which i fucking agree with so damn much dude because Dude, fuck that early dark shit, because that is, like, depressing as all get out, man. It's like, I can't handle that shit, man. Like, do, like I I mean, it would be nice for it to be, like, Halloween and for it to be darker, get, get darker later. 
right? But I'm telling you, dude, this podcast has power we're not aware of because if you're a fan of the pod, what was the one thing I bitched about the most? Tipping at Marble Slab. What happened after that podcast came out? Magically, you don't have to tip. Like, well, no, hold on. The, uh, the, the issue was they were asking for a tip out loud, not discreetly. And I complained about it on the pod. Next time my wife went, oh, dude, you were given the option now to tip discreetly. So, boom, right? Now, second thing, t- bitching about this daylight savings. What happens? A whole new law is going to get passed. I'm just saying maybe I have power with this pod. I mean, I think it's, it's honestly, it's my German listening. It's the 4% in Germany that's listening. And, you know, people are picking up on that. <laughs> but, um, no, dude, that's so sick. Like, I hope I hope it stays like that. Like, I don't even know if it, I think it's just the United States that does this, obviously. And, like, come on, dude, let's just quit this shit, all right? Like, let's just stop. And they finally, you know what it was? I bet you, too, it was like, well, they only had to bring up this bill, too, right when it happened. Just so they could be like, hey, yeah, don't you like when it gets darker later? Let's pass this bill. Go. And so that's what they did. But, yeah, dude, I just thought I'd mention that because, and I posted on my Instagram. I was like, uh, I, I mean, I said the exact same thing I said here, which is, you know, if I bitch about it, maybe it'll it'll happen. So, you know, send in your request, dude. I'll, uh. I'll bitch about anything. It's no problem. I have a lot of complaints and I'm not, <laughs> there's, there's no drought of my complaints, but now I'm at my, uh, recently, dude, I went to go hang out with uh, a couple of buddies of mine. I haven't seen in a fucking long time, dude. And we were just hanging out. We're just catching up, you know, just talking about everything, pop culture, which is what we do. It's the greatest. And man, like, God, dude, you got to get your friends like mine. My friends are awesome. Like, we talk in bits, you know? Like, everything we bring up, any topic, it, there's got to be a long-stranded bit connected to it. Just because, like, our relationship over the years has grown to that. Where it used to be, like, we make one of we make fun of something and it goes maybe a round or two, but that's it. But now, dude, we'll get it to the point. We'll stretch a bit so thin that at the end of the bit, <laughs> like, we've taken it from pizza to, like, the Titanic sinking. I don't know, dude. I don't know how it happens, but it'll that it'll get there. You know what I mean? Like, and uh, I just, you know, we I went to go hang out with them. It was a long time overdue, man, and I had the best fucking time. I haven't laughed. Like, I was genuinely, like, laughing every second, and... Um, it was the fucking, you know, and you need that, man, because I don't know if you have a hobby or not, but hobby, I mean, hobbies are great. I think they're great for um, just uh, as sort of like a uh, D, what do you call it, like a digressor? Yeah, I guess so. Uh, to to die, you know, to do whatever. I can't think of the word. What the word am I thinking of? It's uh, to to, you know, just to fucking bring yourself back down as far as, like, dealing with work, uh, school, whatever you're in, all this mental shit we go through, but just something to kind of keep your mind off, and, and although I do have other hobbies, dude, hanging out with my friends, not a hobby, it is a, it is a, uh, a blessing, uh, that, dude, we just get together and we fucking crack up, and it's like, you know, I see those things online where they talk about, like, you know, get get you friends that, like, no matter how much time you spend apart, when you come back together, it's like no time has passed. That's exactly what happened. Like, uh, we, you know, we all understand that we all have these, like, moving lives now. But when we get together, dude, it is the best fucking time. I, I laughed so fucking much. It was, it was so good hanging out with those dudes. Like, <laughs> I feel like when, when comedians talk about, like, hanging out after shows and just bullshitting and talking with their friends, I feel like that's what I have with my friends, except we're not comics, um, just self-proclaimed to ourselves, and I'm totally fine with that, it's, it's fucking, it's the best. Dude, and I saw, 
what was it? I saw the Batman. <laughs> I saw the Batman this was the past weekend. Yeah, this past weekend. And uh no, dude, Pattinson did a great job. I think for what people know him for, I think he's a great actor. I just think that a lot of what what he does is kind of buried under that that series of Twilight, which is like, okay, dude, I get it. Like we we get it. You know him from that, but that's not the only thing he's done. And I'm pretty sure he's trying to shake that too. Like he just he just did a look. He got a fat paycheck from that, and anybody who's a decent actor would have done that job as well. Like, come on, you've never taken a job that you're like, I really don't want to do this, but the check looks nice. I think you have. And that's what Pattinson did. I'm pretty sure he wasn't like a fan of the Twilight books, but he was like, wait, how much are they going to pay me? For That's for all the movies, right? For one movie? Uh, where do I sign? Like he does that thing where he's like, he pulls a pen out of his pocket. And he's like, cha-ching. And he verbally says, cha-ching, you know? So yeah, of course. Why, why wouldn't you do that? But I think it's kind of like left a little, little stank on him and he's trying to shake it, but... Dude, I think he did fucking phenomenal. Um, I don't. I don't want to talk too much about the Batman because obviously, if uh, you haven't seen it, I don't want to spoil it for you. You know, and if you know me, you know the pod. I'm not spoiling shit. No spoilers ever. But I will say that like how he portrayed Batman, I felt like it was all his own, and it was something I think we were missing from from the character. Oh, dude, I sound like one of those guys. Uh, yeah, I believe it's something we were missing from the character. Uh, you know, not portrayed in the comics exactly, but just you know, like sort so, uh, like like uh, a sort of an original, but just you know, for what, much, much of his own. Uh, uh, you know, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he did. A, he did a great job. Like uh, no, but I'm just saying, like what he brought to the character was like appreciated so much and. I'm done, dude. I'm done doubting these fucking actors. Like, look, obviously, uh, everybody, what, like, we're so precious about these fucking fictional characters, right? Like, I never really read comic books. I, you know, that wasn't my bag, baby. But uh, it was like, I appreciate them so much now. I just, my uncle was so heavy into comic books. He has huge collection. He, you know, I, I feel like comic books. I think you really have to appreciate the art form and appreciate that because, look, I get it when my uncle was a kid. What a great way to entertain yourself, kill some time. Like, of course you would keep buying them. Like, you wanted to know what happened in the storylines, and you know. So, of course, why not? But now it's like, dude, we just wait years, you know, a year or two for a Marvel movie. And we get everything we needed for the next one and the next one. So I just think that we're so precious with them. It's just like, dude, let them do what they're going to do. These are, this is what they do. And I really don't fucking think that like anybody's fucked up the role ever. Well, Clooney's Batman, that Batman wasn't the best Ironically, it is my wife's favorite Batman, but we're watching one. I just like, fuck it, let's throw it on. And she tells me like, this is my favorite Batman. I was like, oh, whoa. Like, this is probably the, the, in agreement with everybody that it's the worst Batman because it was so campy, like comic book campy where, you know, every line was essentially like a comic book line, like, you know, Arnold Schwarzenegger, Arnold Schwarzenegger as Mr. Freeze was, I mean, that had to have been like a, as they were casting, they were like, okay, well, for Mr. Freeze, who are we thinking? And they're like, you know, any current actor at that time, they're like, well, what about Arnold? Yeah, I mean, he, he you know, he's hot right now. He's got, he's got the muscles. He's got, he can, he can draw seats. Let's put him in there, and then they go like, "All right, you know." That, I'm pretty sure they debriefed him, like, "Really, uh, Arnold? So you are this guy? Uh, he's freezing cold, uh, ice cold veins. Got an ice weapon. 
um uh yeah just take the character your own way uh, actually we're gonna have you improvise the lines we just want to see what you have everybody chill great that you know what yeah let's let's take that one all right do you have another one yeah um i'm too cool for this all right all right great 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 yeah i think these lines are working great uh mr arnold um, can you give us one more? Yes, I believe I can. <laughs> uh, uh, fuck. <laughs> Me as Arnold just can't think of something else, dude. Just hold up. I can't even do the impression anymore. I've lost, I lost everything. <laughs> but you get it, all right? You get the bit. It, that was Arnold trying to audition for Mr. Freeze. But, um, yeah, man, like, it's probably, I told her it was the worst, you know, Batman movie in some, in a lot of people's opinions, right? But, of course, there's always the outliers that are like, it's the best and whatever. But since, you know, since Batman has come back, oh, you know what? People didn't like Affleck, but... Dude, he he did a good job. He was fine. I mean, for that story, I I think he did good. You know, I mean, he wouldn't be my first choice, but I mean, who else do you put in there that wanted that wants to do Batman? Like, and I think, I think he was down with it, and I, and I, I think he just got so much hate that that's what kind of deterred him from like continuing the role. I want to say I don't know for a fact, but like I felt like he was hyped. And then the first movie that they came out in, as you know, he got such bad reviews that I think he was just like over it. He was like, well, fuck, you know, fuck this. If nobody wants me here, why am I going to do it? And then begrudgingly did like two more films, I think, like Batman versus Superman. Uh, I know he was in the first Justice League. And then, um, and DC was just all over the place. I don't even think DC's on their own fucking playing field, dude. They're just like, we're going to put out a movie not really connected, not really in order just we're just putting out comic book characters and then their own individual stories so it's whatever but not like marvel marvel has their shit mapped out for another 10 years possibly and that's cool too i mean but just always continuously changing characters and the stories and stuff which is which is also nice and refreshing and it you know it makes you have to move on from story uh certain characters and storylines and some people are still just fucking holding out for rdj it's just like dude let the fucking man rest he's done he did what he had to do let him rest dude and then this whole tom cruise theory and the multiverse of madness was like the last person i ever want i'm sorry dude. i'm not a fan of tom cruise like he just he creeped he weirds me out dude like he does so much weird shit that i hear about i i just can't i don't want to watch him like Maybe, he, I mean, understandably, he's probably a cool guy. He just doesn't want to be in the limelight anymore. He just wants to do his movies, go home, do whatever. But I also believe when he goes home, it's every night a ceremonial night with a room full of candles and some like strange writing on the floor with people all covered in those old doctor masks with the beaks, you know, and where he like cuts his hand open and like pours blood into like a chalice into into then when they like chant this sort of you know all together this sort of like old uh like uh what's like uh what's that language dude like an old it's not italian but it's like it's just old aramaic how about that old aramaic language and they're repeating it and then he just goes to sleep and then does it all over again the next day but it's whatever. I mean, I don't choose these people. He might do a good job too, but everybody doubted Pattinson, man. And they had interviewed Christian Bale on like some sort of red carpet or something. And they told him about Robert Pattinson. And the guy had like, one of the best answers. He was just like, he's going to kill it. He's a great actor. And then they asked him to give him advice, like make it your own. I mean, and you're talking about like somebody who was hailed the best batman christian bale you know he did a great job obviously phenomenal and he said like just don't listen to what the people say like the naysayers just do make it your own and he's right man 
you can't you can't even um you can't even just just give it him a chance, man. Just give it a chance. Like Jared Leto was the Joker. It's like okay, maybe it would have been great had they included him more, but they gave him like six scenes or something. It was it was a Will Smith. The Suicide Squad should have been called Will Smith's Suicide Squad movie because that's what he asked for in his contract. And if we didn't do what he asked for, the movie would have been killed. That's what the Suicide Squad movie should have been called. It was literally just a Will Smith movie, letting Margot Robbie say some lines, and then the guy who could set stuff on fire had a backstory about his family, which was like, what are we... Dude, they literally had a scene where they're sitting at a bar and they're getting all chummy with each other. I was like, why is this scene necessary? Like, they're the Suicide Squad. They're supposed to be crazy. They're supposed to, like... It's supposed... I mean... Not that I know of, but I'm assuming these are all like villains, anti-heroes. They they don't really want to like talk about their feelings. They want to just you know fuck around and do shit and like begrudgingly help uh, these people with the problem, but also in in the meantime looking out for themselves in a way to escape. Like, come on. But the new one, the the new Suicide Squad was pretty sick. I did like that one. But no, dude. Like all this to say, basically, Pattinson killed it. That movie was amazing. And, okay, can we talk to somebody on their marketing team? Because what the fuck was that Little Caesars Batman pizza? Let's break this down really quick. If you're going to do a collab with a food, okay, cool. Make it cool. Make it fun. I'm all for it. A lot of movies have done it before, okay? Second off, if you're going to make it pizza, why Little Caesars? Like, I hope there was a bidding war because this is the only way that this makes sense is that Little Caesars was in a room, right? And this is after they've cleaned everything out from Tom Cruise's ritualistic like thing at the end of the night. It's It's Domino's, Pizza Hut, Little Caesars, Papa John's, and that's it, right? And they're the CEOs are sitting in that room, and they go, "All right, guys, look, uh, the studio wants to collab with a pizza company for some reason. We've brought you here to see your best ideas for uh, a pizza. Uh, you know, Domino's, go first. Um, yeah, I'm thinking maybe we can just uh, be a regular pizza, and then we use like our toppings to sort of make sort of like a bat symbol." Uh, just to, you know, make it look like the iconic bat signal, you know? Oh, great, great, Domino's. That's amazing. Thank you. A pizza, you know, what do you got? Yeah, well, uh, you know, with the promotion, um, we're thinking if you order maybe like two large pizzas with a soda and uh, some Cinestics, you know, maybe we give you uh, a uh, the first seven minutes of the movie if you scan this QR code. I love that. I love that idea. Yeah, that's that's great. That's good. That'll get people interested in the movie. Yeah, that's, that's great. Uh, Papa John's, what do you got? Nothing. Great. Okay. Awesome. Awesome. You're just still, you're still just eating all your te- you're testing all your pizzas and saying the n word constantly. Great. 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 Little Caesars. I mean, look. I mean, come on. Let's be honest. I mean, you, you, your uncle is the runner of all this. So just come on, be honest. You're lucky you're here. All right. But uh, let's hear what you got to say. Yeah. So uh, we wanted to, you know, we're little Caesars. We kind of think outside the box. A lot of the times with our things, we literally had a crust that was bacon on the side. Um, That was us, you know, and we also now do a half pizza, half cheese sticks thing. Um, You know, we're just really outside the box thinkers. What I'm thinking for this is we shape a pizza in the form of the bat symbol. What? Yeah, yeah. I was just thinking, you know, we we can get very innovative with our crusts and uh, it wouldn't be too hard to make it look like a bat symbol. Also, two vaginas at the end of each of each side. 
uh, what, uh, do you have maybe a mock-up of what that would look like? Yeah, so right here we have, you know, uh, this would be like a large pepperoni pizza. We fold one end in, kind of like taco style, and then we fold the other end in, kind of like taco style. Uh, and then we have cheese oozing out of those, uh, also to resemble a cream pie, but also just a bat, you know. Um, so this would be our our idea. Little Caesars, I, I, I gotta say, this is the worst idea I have ever seen in my life. But this also gives me no reason whatsoever to not approve this. Ladies and gentlemen, or just you four, Little Caesars wins this betting war. And that's the only way that Little Caesars got this deal, dude, because... If you look at it, it is in no way, I, I don't care. I like pizza, okay? I like it a lot. Don't love it, like it a lot. I would not, I wouldn't give this pizza to somebody I even hated. I'd be like, no, this isn't even worse for them. This is too, this sucks, but this isn't even the worst thing I want them to, to do because like, it is the worst looking pizza, the worst, the worst marketing out of all the people who could have marketed for this Batman movie, Little Caesars, dude. I don't know. I think they were like they fucked up on that one very well. Like I hope. I mean, if you ate it, please tell us your thoughts in the comments below. But dude, that is. I saw that and I was like, "Fuck!" That's some rough marketing, man. All right, dude, The I'm going to end the pod on this story. I don't know if I told this story before. And it's it's not a great one, but it's it's like one of my best memories. And I always reference it just because <laughs> I don't think there's a lot of times in life you're having fun. And you're like, that's the best night ever. And then <laughs> days pass later. And you figure it will probably be the best night of your life, right? And Or it was, it got even better later. How about that? I'll say it like that. All right. It was me and just three of my friends. Yeah. Man. Yes. Three or two of them, but definitely, I, I think three. Anyways, it's, uh, I'll give you even a reference date. I don't even know. The year, but whenever Team America came out, okay? Dude, this movie, like, I think we had we even had to sneak into it. Like, we, we bought tickets for a show at, like, uh, 6, and I think Team America was showing at 6.30, so I think we bought the early tickets, and then we just walked uh, over to the movie to get in because we were still under 18. So we sneak over to... To Team America, it's perfect. Like the theater is like staggered. There's not a lot of people in there. It's great. Like you wouldn't even tell us. And the movie theater, I mean, they weren't. They didn't give a shit really to check tickets or to find out if we belonged there, whatever. So we're watching this movie, Team America. And if you haven't seen it, dude, fucking stop this pod. Go watch it. It is the funniest thing to do. Uh, the creators of South Park did a <laughs> complete movie with uh, what do you call them? Puppets. Like puppets on strings, right? And of course, like the trailer and stuff you're watching, you're like, I don't know how this is going to work, how this is going to look. I I don't know. Like you don't know, but we're watching it, dude, and it, it all works. It is the funniest fucking movie we've seen. I, I'm listening to my friends laugh the loudest that they've ever laughed in their life. Like they're crying. Uh, and these are my high school buddies who I skated with a lot. Dude, so we're just cracking up. Like every scene is hilarious. Like, God. And so, anyways, we finish the movie. We get out and we're hyped, dude. We are like on fire. Like we're just we feel good. Like I don't know. That's the that's the consent. Like that's what I felt. But the energy was like, dude, let's keep this going. You know. And everybody was down. It's like one of those instances where like. You say, let's do something. Everybody's like, fuck yeah, let's do that. We're usually now, everybody's like, oh, I don't know. They, 
what about this? What about, you know, that? It's just like, oh, okay, fuck it. Never mind, you know? But this, you know, we're young. We're stupid enough to do something. So one of my friends goes, he was dating this girl or he was interested in this girl, right? Um, and, you know, this girl, she, whatever. She got around a little bit. She made her way around the table. And uh, so we were like, yeah, but but she was cool. Like, she could take a joke most of the time, all the time. Like, she was, you know, literally one of the guys who all the guys, you know, wanted to have sex with. So, so she, uh, so we were like, yeah, dude, like, one of my friends has the idea. Let's go and TP her house, right? Now, none of us had ever TP'd a house before. And we, but we know the basic instructions. It's buy toilet paper, get said toilet paper and kind of unravel it and then throw it you know, where you see fit at their house. So I call my sister, right? At this time, my sister has this all blacked out Sebring. Um, and it's like, dude, it's it's like the Batmobile if, the, if Batman took place in 2006, for sure. There's no question about it. So I call her up. She's super fucking cool. I go... Like, hey, we want to TP this girl's house. I know this is crazy. I know if you're busy, please, you know, don't don't worry about it. It's cool. <laughs> and she goes, I'll be right there to get you guys. And, dude, it's like shit is working out perfectly, man. This this can't be real. So, we're, again, dude, we're all psyched. We're all hyped. Like, fuck yeah. All right, cool. How much money does everybody have? We put our money together. We have, like, I don't know, 20 bucks, right? But we go uh, at this time, and still this theater is right next to a Walmart. We go to the Walmart, and we go like, well, shit, what do we do? Like, let's just find cheap toilet paper, and let's buy it. It doesn't matter that it's one ply, whatever. We're not going to use it to wipe our ass. So let's just buy the cheapest we can, what $20 worth. Turns out cheap toilet paper is really cheap. Like, (laughs) we bought a lot of it for $20. Eh, We probably had a little bit more money, but... Realistically, it was a lot more than we thought. So we're like, okay, fuck it, let's do it. And as we're checking out at the Walmart, the person <laughs> checking us out. It's just one of those things, right? Where like the person that has to check you out is like, I know what you're up to, right? Because if you bought like some wine, you know, maybe some chocolate, some some condoms, you're like, okay, I know where this is going. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Nice. Night alone, huh? And you're like, yep, night alone. But anyways, uh, so the the person checking us out is like, oh, what, what are you guys up to? And we're like, oh, you know, we just, uh, we ate some bad food. You know, just fucking being kids, just joking around with them. Cool. Again, person checking us out, super cool, keeps the mood going. Like, not a downer in sight. Like, nobody's, this is like a movie. It's happening like a movie. The script was written and it's being executed perfectly, dude. I, you know, it's like we were super bad before super bad, but not really because that was a hilarious movie and we were just doing some dumb shit. So we get the okay from the, the, the guy at the cash register. It's like, all right, perfect. We get it. We load it up into my sister's car. And it's basically like we each have about two, two like fucking 12 packs or six packs. I forget. So uh, one of my friends knows where she lives, and so we get there, and so my dude, my sister does it so stealth. My sister used to do shit like this all the time with her friends, so she knew what to do. She was like, okay, cool, listen, this is what's going to happen. I'm going to drop you off at the end of this block, right, in the beginning of this block. You're going to walk to her house, and you guys are just going to start going, just start throwing the toilet paper as much as you can, fuck it. Dude, and she goes, and then... I'm going to park at the end of the block. I'm going to turn my lights off. But when you're done, just run to the end of the block. Get in. We'll go. All right, cool. Like, let's do this. Dude, my heart's racing, but I'm excited. It's like I'm like that feeling of like, fuck, this is kind of scary. What if we get caught? But also like, fuck it. This is like the this is going to be the best ever. It's going to work out. So there you go. My sister drops us off. Right, We're carrying the toilet paper in our, in our hands. We start uh, taking it out slowly. We like line it up. And dude, all of us just start going to town. Dude, we're throwing it on the trees. We're throwing it over the roofs. Dude, it's starting to look like a masterpiece of ass paper. 
You know, <laughs> it's just we're it's beautiful. It's like there's a symphony playing, and we're all dying. Dude, we're dying of laughter. We're laughing so loud as we're doing this. We're looking at each other, making jokes like ah uh, ah, uh, you know, like we're playing catch with this loose toilet paper, just being real fucking crazy about it. Not nobody comes out of their house. Nobody is bothered, dude. It works out. We get uh, we throw the paper, all of it, and we leave. We run down the block. And we get into <laughs> we get into my sister's car and we leave, dude. And we're just fucking stoked. We're like, ah, like yes, dude. You know, and and we're ending it on a high note right there, right? We're all fucking juiced. We're all like on fire. We're so happy, like this, and we're dying of laughter. My sister's dying of laughter. You know, it, it's one of those moments that like somebody could have got murdered if that feeling kept going. Right? They're like, "Oh, dude, let's go set this dude's house on fire," and, and then we kind of been like, "Oh, well, let's fucking try." You know. So we, luckily, we left on a high note. We didn't do that, obviously, but we left on a high note. And uh, <laughs> so my sister drops everybody off. Uh, you know, me and my sister go back home, and cool. It was a great night, successful night. It. One of the best nights of my life. Just all out fun. There was no downers. Nobody stopped it. It was just when the plan was in motion, we went. We were riding this high of Team America, just laughing our ass off, gut busting laughing. We're riding this high, and we're and we and you know, and we had a plan and it all worked out. The one time, you know, in life that something just just happens, like a moment just smoothly happens, right? So uh, that happened on a Friday night. So it's the weekend. We, we get through the weekend to go back to school on Monday. And so we do, all of us are hanging out. and We're just waiting, right? So the girl comes up and she's, she's acting normal, whatever. I'm like, what the fuck? Like, we've been riding this high all weekend. We've been skating. It was just a great weekend, too. We're skating, just having fun, just laughing and laughing about how great that night was, how we couldn't believe we got away with it, everything. And so we go back to school on Monday and the girl comes, you know, and we're all hanging out. We all hung out, you know, together in a group. But she's not talking about it. She's not mentioning that, like, that anything has happened yet. So, you know, we're there just nudging her like, hey, so, you know, what'd you do this weekend? Anything cool, you know? Just trying to, meanwhile, we're like fucking biting our lips going, what'd you do this weekend? You know, just hoping she would say like, I can't fucking believe it. Somebody, you know, TP'd my house. N- nothing, not a word, dude. We're like, what the fuck, man? And it's kind of like, gosh, shit, you know, like that's how you know it was only for that moment because now this kind of sucks because she's not saying, like she's not giving us the the satisfaction we need with the whole joke of like, fuck, you know, so, (laughs) so we're all, you know, we're still hanging out, and somehow it comes up, we hear her say, no, I, fuck, how did it happen, I, I think somebody, I don't know, we were just still egging her on just to say something, so she finally says, yeah, uh, Saturday morning, my fucking grandpa, she lived with her grandparents. She goes, uh, my grandpa woke up and the whole house was toilet papered and egged. And do we all look at each other and we were like, what the fuck? Like, like it, it, it threw us for such a loop, dude, that like we all... We didn't even laugh because we were waiting for her to be like, yeah, somebody fucking told me about nothing. We looked at each other in this confused fucking way, all four of us. And we're like, what the fuck? And then so we we break off. We go, dude, did any of y'all go back and egg her house? I was like, no, dude, y'all dropped me off. And that was it. And I was like, yeah, yeah, I know. I mean, that's what we did, too. What the fuck? (laughs) So as the day goes on, we're trying to figure out this mystery. And uh, this guy that used to date her went with his three friends with, like, a shitload of eggs after us, dude. 
So they walked up with cartons of eggs and they walk upon our masterpiece of, of teepee. And they start laughing and they're like, no fucking way. So what are the odds? You know, this is what they told us. They were, what are the odds that her fucking house is toilet papered on the night we come to egg her house? Right. So, <laughs> dude. So they proceed to egg her house like fucking like a, like a machine gun chicken's ass was open and shot, dude. They ruined her house with eggs, dude. Now. Mixing the toilet paper with uh, the dried egg, it was a bitch for her grandfather to clean. Like, and you know, cut me a little slack. Grandfather wasn't that old; he was fine. All right, but dude, we couldn't believe it. So we we talked to the other four guys, and we're like, "Oh, dude, that was us that toilet paper at our house." And they're like, "Yeah, dude, we showed up and we saw the toilet paper. We felt bad, but we were still gonna do what we were gonna do." And oh my god, dude, like. After that, after we found out, it was just all perfect. Like, that night was supposed to happen. You know, it was confirmed. That night was supposed to happen because this bitch got it twice, you know. (laughs) And, oh, my God, dude. Like, and just that was the ultimate, you know, it was, dude, we just bust out laughing right there. And she was cool about it. She didn't give a shit. She knew. I mean, like I said, she could take a joke. She knew it was all, like, just in all fun. Um and uh, I think the only person that was really pissed was her grandfather because he had to clean that shit up. But, oh, my God, dude. Uh, that was probably one of the best nights of fucking my life. Uh, just off of straight, like, things worked out perfectly. You know what I mean? I've had a lot of great nights after that. But that, nothing got in the way of that happening. And then it became better after the fact after those guys had egged it, but <laughs> I don't know if I ever told that story, but dude, I I think about that every now and again when um I'm just whatever, I'm like just thinking and I'm like, man, what a fucking perfect night, you know, like it was crazy, but um, I'm going to end it right there for the pod, man. Thank you guys for listening for another week. I appreciate it. Um, if you're into reviewing things, probably review me on any Wherever you're listening to this, you know, that'd be cool. Um, leave a comment. I don't know if you can... I think you can subscribe on some some podcast platforms. Yeah, do that if you, if you like this enough, man. I appreciate it. I'll see you guys next week, man. Later.